This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. People like to ask. And I think, you know, in, in all the shows I've done over my career, the moment when you know you've arrived as a show is when you leave. Right. Is when you hit the road. Leave the crib. When you leave we the, con- the, the cozy crib. confines. Not in the studio. Of, well, yeah, of our, of our house. It's the house. Of our house. Like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen you. Since, the, <laughs> since those pictures that we showed to start the show, that, that photo shoot. In Lynn, Massachusetts, last summer, this right. is the first time we've been in each other's presence. August, August of 2020. So August of 2020 to July of 2021. But look at this, man. Like, look at this. Like, life is good. We are here at the yeah. American Century Championship in Lake Tahoe at Inglewood Tahoe Golf Course. Uh, I've heard about this event and, and, and followed this event for years, uh, but I've never had the pleasure of attending it. Uh, this is your first time, too, as well. First time. I see why first people come here, here year after year after year. This is glorious. It is an amazing setup they have great here. Great setup. Uh, today is some the Celeb great, Amateur some Tournament. great people here. I mean, anybody who's anybody is here. And with any luck uh, and, and uh, you know, mercy on their part, they will grace our presence. <laughs> Little old us. They'll come kick it with us for a minute. I mean, there's a lot of cool people out here. Uh getting their golf on, and hopefully they'll spend some time with brother from another before the week's out. We're here today, uh, Wednesday. We're here tomorrow on Thursday. And uh, hopefully we have so much uh, leftover content that we could also share some of uh, this experience on Friday show. All right. There's that part of it. Yeah. Then there's just the flat-out weirdness that we're here of next to each talking other? to you in person. In person, yeah. Like, I can't. I just can't really reconcile that right now. It's been a while. Because most of the time, talking to you, I'm not doing this. I'm not looking at you. Yeah. Like, you're somewhere in there in the camera. Right. And I'm just so used to just looking straight ahead at Michael Smith. The fact that Michael Smith is here. Well, I mean, a couple of things. In person. It's not just that Michael Smith is here. We are here maskless. Yes. Let's start with that. Vaccinated. We are among people. Like It's it's like life went back to normal overnight. Like, we are among other people. It wasn't that long ago when we were not around people. So we're among a crowd. We're in a crowd. Um, You know, we're socializing. Um, Do you still have a mask? You have a mask in your pocket? Well, you know, for the the airline and the airport, you got to have it. I'm saying, but, like, do you? I have it in my bag over there. Beyond, like, just walking the streets. When you walk around, when you walk around Lake Tahoe, do you have... uh, I have it in case, but I mean I'm comfortable. Enough. I kind of I just kind of go back and forth. Sometimes I just throw yeah, it on. I have just it because. Just in case. But no, you're right, man. I mean, it's thankfully you and I have history going back to, you know, the WEI days, or you know when you would 
visit my shows. Uh, we've done TV in person together, but yeah. this is the first for Brother from Another that we are actually in the same place at the same time. Two of America most, two of America's most wanted. So this is great, and we and we always play the show by ear, but we're definitely playing it by ear these next couple of days because if somebody cool somebody, walks up and wants to kick it, we, we just will go stop whatever we're doing, whatever we're doing, mid conversation, and we will welcome them in and uh, you know and and, ch- and and chop it up and talk shop. So among the many people who are scheduled to appear at the American Century Championship uh, is one Aaron Rodgers, who the country got to see he and uh, Bryson DeChambeau take out Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson right. in the match, which uh, was fun, but it made news for all the obvious reasons, mainly Tom Brady and even with some help from Rob Gronkowski trolling Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers, who's due here, I think he's in route. I think he's going to. I think he's playing tomorrow. I think he's in route to this event. He's here That's every right. year. He's in route to this event. If we're lucky, we can get him to stop by and just talk to us about a, break some news, life. Maybe instead of we'll see, maybe he actually tells us whether he's showing up to camp. But yesterday he was asked about showing up to Packers training camp at the match. I think he was riding the golf course at the time, and here's what he said. Packers Bears, any idea who's going to be there? Anybody who's going to be quarterbacking in the number 12 jersey? Yeah, I don't know, B.A., we'll see. How we'll about, see, won't we? How about September 12th, then? How Will you go for that one? What's that one? <laughs> that would be the, the opener against the Saints. Oh. All cheesers resort, rejoice. Yeah, I don't know, B.A., we'll see. Okay. I know you're a Milwaukee guy. I know. Aaron, everybody is on their toes. They want to know, man. They want to know. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just having a good time out here with Tom. I'm trying to talk to him about it. He's going to keep playing or not, you know? Hey, hey, Aaron, we go way back. You can just tell me. I'll keep it a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, I promise I will not put it anywhere. Charles, I'll tell you this week in Tahoe, right? And you can... You can. Uh... Yeah, Barkley's coming right, out this here. Yeah, Barkley will be here too. So they asked specifically about the opener. Yeah. Uh, training camps are on the corner, but specifically about the opener, uh, just for accuracy's sake. And and yeah, that's what you expected him to say. I mean, he, in, in that environment, at this point in time, he wasn't going to say, "Yeah, you know what, guys? I'm really glad you I'm asked that sure. question. I've been waiting to My, tell you." I don't know what I expected him to say. I, that that's not what I expected him to say. I, you know what? Aaron Rodgers is a master. He is he is a media guy, even though he's not officially a media guy. He knows how to exactly, how to say something that can be sliced, can be interpreted in multiple ways. He just speaks that way. He speaks in a way where you say something, he says something, and you can say, oh, we'll see. Oh, that's trouble. Or we'll see. At least there's hope. He talked about how he needed to take some space earlier. You could say he needed to take some space. And that means that he'll need more space and he won't be there for the season. Or it could mean he's had his space and he'll be returning to the Packers. You really don't know anything based on his comments. He plays it that way. So we, we have these speculative ses- sessions about what he means. Uh, well, okay, from a media standpoint, I think you're giving him a little too much credit. Why? In this, in this instance. I, I, just, I thought that was just, look, guys, I'm not here to talk about that. It was, it was so casual, so informal. He's out there playing golf, having a good time, kicking it. They, the guys on the telecast did 
the best they could to not make it too awkward, but they knew they couldn't go an entire broadcast without asking him about the elephant in the room. And his response was just, yeah, we'll see. Like, you know what? I'm not not really trying to answer that right now. You know, like, put it this way. We said if we're lucky, he'll spend some time. I've told the story a million times about way back when when I got Aaron Rodgers in the party. I got pictures with Aaron Rodgers. I think you need to bring I guarantee, that up. I guarantee you. I got you into that party. Speaking of Charles Barkley, I guarantee you that tomorrow, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to know me. Hey. <laughs> he, he's, he ain't trying to tell. He ain't trying to because he knows what the question that has to be asked. Okay. But, so I don't think that he was strategic in yesterday's answer. I think that was his polite way of being dismissive. Okay. He but just ain't you, trying to answer the question. But you said we're giving him, I'm giving him too much credit from a media sense. We're kind of, I think you're ignoring the obvious, too. All right. If you are, if I talk to you, I'm, I'm going to exaggerate to make this point. If I ask you about your kids at this tournament, you ain't going to say, well, hey, man, I'm just at this tournament, you know. Yeah. I ain't trying to talk about I want to talk about my kids I, all I, the I, time. Because that's, what you, that's part of who you yeah. are. You are a dad. Yeah. If I ask you about brother from another, you're going to talk about it. That's what you do. We're asking him. At this turn, there's no question about the Packers that gets in the way of this goal. I'm just having a good time out here with Tom and find, and find out how long he's going to play. It's good. So it sounds like you kind of read that, into it. Then. That's got nothing to so, do. Okay, okay. So, that's got nothing to so, do with what okay. I asked. So let's just, so let's read into it then. He said nothing, but that doesn't stop us from speculating. Right. So it sounds like if I'm if I'm parsing your words yep, properly, yep, yep. that because he couldn't come out and say, "I'll see you at training camp," or "Yeah, I'll be out there," because he didn't answer definitively, or right. because he didn't say. I don't know who it's going to be. It ain't going to be me. My name, Paul, that's between y'all. My name, Bennett, I ain't in it. Because he didn't say that, does that lead you to believe that he won't yes. show up? Yes. So, okay. that's right. Because I think, I think it's still the same. I think okay. he's still in the same position he was before when he came out and talked about, uh, you know, he did it's his about the people. He, he did it, he did his best, uh, uh, Fred Hampton. You know, where there's power, where there's people, there's power. Okay, so we know that. We know that that he's all about the people and the power, and that's what it really was all about. But he hasn't changed his stance since then. That nothing has happened since that point where he said, okay, I'm still the quarterback of the Packers. I'm a little disappointed by how things have gone down, but I'll be there. He still hasn't said it. He doesn't have to say it. Why doesn't he have to say it? Because July, especially on a golf cart, it's training camp. Okay, so this is is exactly the time. So so that's what we disagree. That's what we. This is exactly the time. But that's what we disagree. Football season. So. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers knows what he's going to do. I haven't spoken to Aaron Rodgers. I have no inside information. We will. We'll talk to him tomorrow. We'll get inside information tomorrow. I'm feeling I'm but spelling can I, but can now. I, but can I, say, can I say that I would be surprised if he were a no-show at training camp? Can I say I would be surprised? Yeah, t- say it and tell me why. Because football players play football. And as much as he may have enjoyed disconnecting and spending time with his fiance. And, you know, playing golf with Tom Brady and Bryson DeChambeau and, and Phil Mickelson and, 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 and addressing his mental health, which I appreciate him, you know, uh, sharing that. Yeah. I would be shocked if given the level at which he's able to play, and presumably he still loves to play, I would be shocked if when it came time to play, he didn't show up. And it's not as though it's more awkward now than it's going to be when he shows up. Right. I guarantee you if he shows up, it's a one-day story. If he shows up, and, you, and this master media manipulator that you claim he is. Yes, he is. All he has to do is show up and say, I'm here for my teammates. I'm here, for, I'm here to, to represent Green Bay. I'm here to finish what we've started. We've been so close the last couple of years. I love this game. 
I have, you know, there's a finite, oppor- a finite amount of opportunity to seize a moment to win a championship. I'm here to win a championship. I'm playing with the guys in the locker room. End of conversation. That's it. It's over. It's over. The, the unknown, the possibility of the thing is why it's still a story. Okay. He can show up in training camp, and it's, and it's over, and I fully expect him to do that. I fully expect him to show up and act like nothing happened. Because right. you know he's great at that. Yeah. He's act like it was blown out of proportion. Like the meat, like he ne- I never said I, didn- I wanted Brian Gutekunst fired. I never said I didn't want to be a Packer anymore. The media take things and run with it. I'm here to play right. football because that's what I do, and I'm happy to be a member of the Packers, and we all go about our business. That's how I expect this story to play out because Tom Brady – he said it jokingly in that Jeopardy game, but it was accurate. He's frustrated, frustrated with his bosses and has no options. Who is Aaron Rodgers? Okay, listen. We, we focused on the media part of it. How about the Packers part of it? Do you think the Packers know what he's going to do? No. And, okay, so the Packers don't know what he's going to do, and that's a little bit of a problem, Right. You still don't think that's a problem? Because I know I, I'm no, just, just going to keep checking to see if you change, <laughs> if change. Your, if you change your answer. Because <laughs> no. I asked you last no. month, or probably it was May. No. May or June, I said, right, do you have a problem? It was, it was right after the draft. Right. It was in the draft. And that's when he, you know, the, the story started to come out. He wanted to be traded. And then he's not, in OT, he's not at OTAs. Here we are in July 7th. So most training camps start in three weeks. Two to three, two and a half to three weeks, yep. most training camps. Yep. And if the Green Bay Packers don't know what this guy is doing in the first week of July, I think that's crazy. But they do know. They do know. If the quarterback is not, if you haven't heard from your quarterback on July 7th, I'm telling you, he's probably not going to be there. You know, one of my favorite phrases is you make exceptional, you make exceptions for exceptional people. Yep. Steph Curry is somewhere out here right now. Yes. I don't give a damn what I'm saying or what you're saying. If Steph Curry walked up here right now, right. we're we, we talking to Steph Curry. Yes, we are. Subject I change. I don't care if it's July 7th, August 7th, or September 7th. The moment Aaron Rodgers walks in the door. Two different we assume, No, it is. It is. That's two different I'm, just, I'm just bringing it full circle. I'm just right. connecting where we are. It's a little TV, TV tool. That's all. Yeah. I'm saying that it's kind of a tease wrapped no. in a point. I agree. Aaron I agree Rodgers doesn't. Ha- it doesn't matter. I agree if, with that. If, they, if they've heard from him or not, the moment, if and when he shows up, it's all good. It, that's all I'm saying. It doesn't matter. It's all good. He can okay. show up unannounced. Certain people you want to call before you come. Hey, give yeah. me a heads up before you come by the just, house. Or, you don't know what we're doing. Some people just Check drop in. by. Just some drop people by. drop. He got a key and the alarm code. All right. Come in whenever you're ready to come in. All right. Can can we can we uh, can we take the people? Because just because we go on the road doesn't mean we're going to change our practices. So we always just kind of open up the curtain. We try to tear down the curtain. We tear down the curtain, uh, the fourth wall, whatever you want to call it. Before the show started, we were talking about all the great people, and you mentioned some of them, Charles Barkley, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Steph Curry, Seth Curry. This guest list is incredible. All right, Jerry Rice, just like, you know, on and on. Some, some great names out here. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Travis Mahomes, Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. It's our wish list. So all these Alex folks. Smith, the Currys. All these folks out here, and we were looking at the guests. Tony Romo, yep. You said to me, well, it's kind of tough to plan it when you don't know who's coming. Yeah. So I'm, we just got to be ready for anything. Right. But it's tough to plan it we when you don't know who's coming. Ear, yeah. If you're Matt LaFleur and you got a back-to-back 13-3s and threes to start your coaching career, pretty impressive start to your coaching career. Hello. Mike Holmgren didn't do that. He won. 
You know, yeah. hey, Vince Lombardi didn't do that at the start of his career. Really, 26 and 6 to start your career, that's amazing. Yeah. And you still don't know who your quarterback is? I'm so glad you that's said that. That's hard. But I'm so glad that's you impossible. said That's impossible. You know it is? It's the job. I'm so glad you dumbed their situation down to our situation. Yeah. When that red light comes on, it don't matter. Nobody at home cares whether we're prepared or not. Nobody at home cares about, you know, what we've had to do to, to get this show on the air. They just, hey, yeah. just, hey. Just show up and perform. Show, show, yeah, let's go. Let's so, do it. Get the job done. So how many coaches have gone into training camp thinking somebody's going to be their quarterback or their running back or their wide receiver or their anything only for, you know, God forbid, somebody to take a false step and then they're hurt? Court, well, have, that's football related. I no, but, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying from a coach's standpoint, yeah. your job is to deal with the unknown and to wait for it, coach the guys who are there. So I, I, I guarantee you Matt LaFleur ain't staying up at night wondering if Aaron Rodgers is showing up. If Aaron Rodgers shows up, great, we'll adjust. That's what they get paid to do, to adjust. And it's not a hard adjustment to adjust to the greatest quarterback in team history, if not of all time, showing up. Because guess what? It ain't like there's a competition. Ain't no controversy. This ain't 2005. This ain't, this ain't Mike McCarthy saying, no, we've moved on and we don't want Brett Favre back. This is now Aaron Rodgers' team. The moment Rodgers shows up, they're not going to say, eh, hey, well, you know, we've kind of moved on to Jordan Love. That's why I told him to get over it a long time ago. Having said all that. I just want to let, let's talk about us for let's go back to us before we go. To all right. Play. All right. Let's do it. I just want to know if you didn't know me, do I look like I play golf? Yeah, man. I just you got. Like, yeah. You got the glove. I just I just want you everybody to know. Excuse me. The, the glove. How much I'm fronting right now. OK. The glove. I, I just I, I, you know, I like to dress the part. OK. Now, but the I shoes will give it away. These ain't the best. I could, I could I could do better. I should get some Jordan one. No, no. But but not. It's not, not I'm not talking about stylistically oh, okay. shoes. I'm talking about how they ain't got nothing on them. <laughs> They all so you don't never wear them. You don't oh, I don't ever wear them. You can tell I don't wear them. Yeah, nothing not on them. I mean, you know, I, I, hey. should, I could upgrade. I found them in my garage, just like I found this glove in my garage. And I was just like, you know what? Let me at least look like I fit in. I'm the guy that shows up to the pickup game with the shooting sleeve and the headband. You're like, yeah. oh, give me him. Oh, yeah, give yeah. me him. And then come to find out yeah. I can't I can't hit a, uh, hit a house from the kitchen. They like, man. Know? Hey man, roll, roll up. Roll. What you mean? What you mean, roll? What you mean? Like, roll? I can't play golf. Come off the screen, damn. man. Come Listen, off the screen. Go around. Go around. I am bad at a lot of things. Golf is at the top of the list of things that I'm bad at. I somehow I don't even know if this is physiologically possible. Have you ever seen somebody hit a golf ball backward off the tee? I don't think I've seen it. It went backward one, and I was like, this game. Ain't when was this? A long time ago. Long time, a long, long time ago. So I've never really taken up the game. I, it just—it's not for me. But you I have, but I do have spikes. I do have a, a, a set of clubs at home. I got a glove, so I figure you never know. Maybe somebody gets me out on the on the course. I need to be be prepared for anything. Be prepared. I think I think be we ready. need to I think we need to step up and and probably get some lessons. Hey, there's no better. We're, place we're in the right place. We're in the right place. Come on now. I mean, we at the American Century Championship in Lake Tahoe. It is beautiful out here. This gorgeous, is gorgeous. I, I, again, I can see why people come out here every day, every year. Year after year after year, this is this is good living out here in Lake Tahoe, man. Um, and, and you know, bro, I haven't played golf. I haven't played golf in probably like 20, 25 years. Okay, so you didn't have tried it before. Terrible. I was okay. terrible. I know that makes two of us. Um, but you know, it's time. It's time because yeah. there are so many people who have given these testimonials about the game and I what the game is. What the game is that? Yeah, 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 I do too. Yeah. So, my we'll, wife was just talking to me about that the other day. Yeah. But see, I, but she was trying to say it in a negative way, but, I, you know, not to get into too much detail, but I kind of spun it around saying, look, you know, this addictive personality, uh, it, that means I also pay attention to details. 
So some people who don't have who don't pay attention to details, they need a little bit more obsessiveness in their lives. Well, that's real smooth. And speaking of which, before we go to break, do you yeah. want to tell? Because you know, like we we also like to give free game on this on this here program. Where, do you want to tell the fellas out there, whether you know those who are in a relationship, those who oh, are. Man. Who are who are trying hey, to take the next step in their relationship? Bruh, bruh. How are you getting? I'm trying to help. I'm, I'm going on 16. You're going on 14. 14 years. in a week. What a week did from you? Today. What did you do for the misses? You upstaged me. Today. You made me look bad. My wife. I hope she ain't watching this. Well, right listen, now. you got like, time. You got time. Because you, you go. Because you go tell home. Fellas, tell them what you did. Go home. Uh, you know, you go home in a couple of days. Tell them what so you did. before leaving town, you know, you get everything ready. You got your toothbrush. You got your deodorant. Got your stuff. But before leaving town, Mike said, "I gotta get. I gotta get my wife." some flowers to be delivered strategically after I leave town. So I set it up for a delivery today. Just, hey, I'm thinking about you. I know you're, you know, holding it down at home, and I can't wait to see you. I can't that's wait gangster, to see you. Though. That's gangster. Two that's, dozen. That's, that's gangster. Her favorite, gangster. white roses and pink roses. That's gangster. Dozen white, dozen pink. So, that's so Look good. I, I mean, you know, hey, I'm not trying to. I'm that's, just, that's an ace. Fellas, I'm just trying to help you. That's an ace. That's holding one. I'm, right. I'm trying to help you. That's trying to help you. Well, you help yourself because I, I, I imagine you'll reap the benefits when you get home. Okay, it, it might be time for a break. No, I can't give you. I can't give you a pound on that. Not publicly. I cannot publicly. We, Come on, man. We, I thought we were in a trust tree in the nest. Yeah, I mean, like, are, we, are we not? We are, but you know, this is too much. It's too much. Yeah. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. All right, for our first guest. First guest. You can't do much do. better than first the goat. Okay, this is it's it. all downhill from this here. This is it. What do you mean? We starting with the goat. No, you guys are goats, man. But you what you so? do, yes, you're, you're the greatest it? of all time. You know what I'm all saying? Right. I am the greatest of all time. Hey, yeah. hey. He's, he's a close second. I'm going to give you the number of some people to call. I want you to <laughs> say that. I want you to say that. Some people at Peacock and NBC. Can yes. you do that? I'll take care of you, man. All I right. got you. I got you back. All right. I love it. Look, yeah. wait. Actually, look right into the camera and say Michael Smith and Michael Holly are the greatest of all time. And Michael underpaid. Smith and Michael Holly is the greatest of all time. Pay him. Bam. 
<laughs> we miss out for we get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Rice, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing, man? How many years have you been coming out to this uh, event? About thirty years. I've been seriously. Here a long time. I've been I'm about here to say, a long time. A uh, long time. You know, I played professional football for over twenty years. Did you really? Yeah, I hadn't yeah. heard. And, 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 and the thing is, <laughs> it was just something about this tournament, and just to be in this atmosphere. Uh, the hospitality with the fans, that's something that we missed last year, but it's great to see the fans back out this year. And they really support this uh, tournament well. So, okay, I need you to to school Michael Smith on this Ooh. because, you see, Michael's got the glove on and you got the glove on. You've got the shoes on. He's got the shoes on. One of you can play. One of you has no idea <laughs> I just figured what I he's was, doing. Hey. I'm the dude that shows up to the park with the shooting sleeve. But, well, here's the deal now. Presentation is everything. Okay. Thank you. The Thank way you look, it was the same way with my uniform. Right. My uniform had to fit a certain way. Flash 80. And, and that made me go out there and play my best look you know, good, football. Look good, they pay good. So I understand you got the attire on. You know, you might look the part, but you might not be able no. to hit a ball at all. What, what's no, what's, your, what's your game like? Golf. What's your golf what, game What is like? my game? Of, you know, one thing, you cannot master golf. This game is the most difficult game ever. And it took me a while to uh, really learn that. Because as a competitor, mm. as a football uh, player, as you know, if you have had success on the football field, you feel like you should be able to transition and uh, do it off the football field, like on a golf course. But uh, you know, this is a different beast, man. You yeah. never know what you're going to get. But you know, I love the game, and uh, I just give it my best. Do you remember the moment when you feel like you'd mastered? the wide receiver position. Do you remember? I never did. No? No, I, I never did. And, and I had a coach to tell me once. He said, look, I don't feel like I have to tell you anything. You know, you know exactly what you're doing out on the football field. But because if he's coaching me, I'm going to get better. You see what I'm saying? So if it's something that I was not doing right, you know, running a route or, you know, uh, not making a block or something like that, I wanted the coach to approach me and tell me, and that was going to be my incentive to work a little bit harder and, uh, and, and just, you know, keep everything going. So you, you feel like you never really mastered the no, position. I never had that complete game I, because I was always looking Not for that perfect game. game. Not even a complete Not, game? Yeah, because I could always go back and I could look at that film and I see something I, I, I could have done better. See, so so. Right, give me, we see, need examples. So, 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 because we can't see it. No, 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 no. If I had a game where I had uh, ten receptions, over two hundred some yards, three touchdowns. Nice game. And you know, everyone else would think that that's an awesome ball game. But then I break everything down. Even my blocking. You know, if if I'm able to make a block for a Roger Craig or a Tom Rathman, that might be uh, that block to spring them where they can get into the end zone. So I would always go back and look at little things. And I'm like, come on, Jerry, I need more. So I, mm. that's, you know, that way I never got complacent and I, and I kept working hard. Does that just speak to the mentality that goats have to have? Like, you probably were nitpicking, if I may say so. But is that just what it takes to have a sustained level of greatness year in and year out? And when everybody says, what yeah. more do you have to prove? Like Brady just said it recently. I'm not proving it to everybody else. I'm trying to prove it to yeah. myself. You relate to that, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I, I really do. And, 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 but, you know, the thing, uh, when I reference the GOATs, you know, it could be people in other professions too, like entrepreneur. Uh, it could be a frontline worker. Uh, you know, it could be anyone that's just daring to be great on that given day. So it's just not about athletes. But my mindset is I never got complacent. 
I felt like I could do more. And if I had a season where I had close to, uh, you know, like 2,000 yards, if I had over uh, 23 touchdowns, over, you know, with so many catches, I feel like I could come back the next year and I could do better. So that was, that was that incentive, and that was the thing that fired that kept pushing me. And I, I also had a coach, Bill Walsh, and it was no way I was going to let this guy down because he gave me the opportunity to play professional football. Coming out of Mississippi Valley State, predominantly black school, being drafted in the first round, 16 player taken, trading with uh, the New England Patriots to get down to that 16th spot. You know, he gave me the opportunity to live a dream. We were talking about this before you came over. So, honestly, honest conversation. We're going back and forth. We said, okay, Jerry Rice, the greatest receiver of all time, is not even, it's not close. So then we took the conversation to greatest football player. And do you ever think I know. Uh, so, so, you, you know, I'm going to have to cut you uh, off well, right before now. We no, no, football, no, no, before we get to the greatest football player, before we no. get to the greatest football player, before we have that debate, do you look at yourself as the greatest receiver, and who do you look at as – either number two or on your level or anything like that. I mean, you, you even you think people, that way. Nah. You see the hat. <laughs> you know what, guys? I, to be honest with yeah. you, I, I just play a game that I love playing. I love entertaining people. I, I love uh, those tour days. I enjoy going to training camp uh, and, you know, the preparation, getting myself ready for that big game, and I always wanted to excel. I think it's great for my fans to say, you know, I'm, you know, the greatest of all time. But my my thing is, I was just daring to be great. I mean, coming out of Mississippi Valley, I, you know, it was that fear of failure that pushed me. I, I didn't want to let anybody down uh, from Mississippi. Same thing with San Francisco with the fans. And I just kept pushing myself. So I think it's great for the fans to say that. Is that why you were, you were cutting them off? You were saying like... You, yeah, because I, I, it, it does something to me. It makes me feel a little weird. Why? You know, when I when when I hear that, you know, that I might be the the greatest football player to ever play the game. I mean, because w- when you think about it, this guy this guy used to run dirt roads back in Mississippi. I had no intent on playing football. I was playing hooky one day, and the principal walked up behind me, scared me, noticed I could run fast. And back in Mississippi, we got disciplined a certain way. Yes, sir. Yeah. After that, he wanted me to go out for the football team. And I go out for the football team, and I'm not the most gifted, but I felt like it was, if I work at this, maybe I could become a starter. So I became a starter. And then I go to Mississippi Valley State University. So it's like it sort of made me feel a little weird you know, to hear that. But even now, because you've been hearing it for a long time. Right, right. It's not like it's new, yeah, even now, yeah, still. It's like almost I, like I have to pinch myself because I played it for the love of it. I didn't play it for the stats or anything like that. I, I enjoyed being in front of 60,000 people. I enjoyed that pressure of going out there knowing that the opposing team have worked so hard to stop you and you're still able to, you know, excel to get the job done. I've had my teammates to tell me so many times, why do you still work so hard? Yeah. I felt like I had to lead by example. And and you can't be one of those guys, you know, if you set the standard, there's a certain way that you have to respond. You have to be on point every day because your teammates are watching. And if they see you not putting forth an effort, um, they're not going to do the same. It's life coaching. It is. Who do you enjoy? Who do you enjoy watching now? 
in football? Like, is there a team or is there well, a specific you, player that you enjoy? You watching? still got you know Tom Brady. You know, what I mean, he leaves New England, he goes to Tampa Bay, wins another Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So you know, Drew uh, Drew Brees, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so you like the quarterbacks? I the guys can get hey, you man, to here, get here, you to the rock. My thing is, when I got drafted, I thought about Joe Montana. I said, I'm going to get the opportunity to meet God. <laughs> and Joe was so special uh, because, you know, he was one of those guys. He was going to make you better. He worked hard. He was a professional. And it was no way I was going to let that guy down. So we developed a great chemistry. Then after Joe left, I had to build that chemistry with Steve Young. And Steve was more of a running quarterback at first, and 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 then he became a great pocket passer. But you know, we worked hard, uh, relentless after practice, and we got that chemistry down. See, I, I appreciate the humility, but we were we were arguing earlier because I'm looking at it like, okay, it's hard to compare positions, but if you look at Jerry Rice's numbers, even despite the way the game has evolved. It's hard to imagine anybody ever touching those numbers. So when you look, I'm sure you've been asked some version of, of this question before. What would prime Jerry Rice put up in today's game, numbers-wise? You know, because in basketball, because oh, no. in basketball we say, what, what would Jordan average with today's rules, right? What would Jerry Rice, receptions, yards, touchdowns, what, what kind of numbers would you put up with today's rules? Well, the I, I think, now? first of all, the game really favors uh, the wide receiver now. Yeah. Because you can't, can't put your hands on him. Uh, yeah, I remember back in the day, if I was running a route on the backside and the ball was being thrown on the front side, I was still getting hit on the backside. Uh, so, you know, you can't do that to players anymore. Linebackers can't take shots at you coming across the middle right. anymore. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would say I, and, and it's kind of hard, you know, because it's hypothetical, yeah. but I, I probably might be able to, like, double everything. Oh, that's all. <laughs> Conservatively. <laughs> I, I, I might be able to double I it. To, but I, I think you're right. I'm going to tell you why. You probably don't remember this conversation. I remember having a conversation with you. This is before uh, – this is the first Patriots-Giants Super Bowl. Or maybe it was the second one. It was the second one, and Gronkowski was hurt. And you talked about being hurt before a Super Bowl. Yeah. But you went out, and you had, like – 11 catches and 188 yards or something like it was some ridiculous number you had and you were hurt mvp you were hurt yeah, before super 23 bowl, super bowl yeah. 23 yeah the 215 right? 11 all, for 215 yeah all season long i played with a, a sprained ankle good for you we can remember look at this, look at this with memory. a sprained ankle all that, season it was long 15 right i don't want to short you none. it was 215 215 yeah, yards yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just so to so it. so so i i, I remember that and sprained I, ankle I, all year. yeah i remember bill walsh bill walsh said hey look Jerry, I'm not sure Jerry Rice is going to be able to play. You know, he got you know he got a sprained ankle, all of that, and, and I'm all like, Bill, why are you putting a target on me? <laughs> but for some reason, I was able to block all of that out. When it, when it came to playing football, I, I was always at my best, and and I played so many ball games where I was not healthy, but still I was able to produce. You know, back in the day. So I, I think it has to do with your work ethic, um, how you love the game, and what you're willing to sacrifice. And, and also, I, I just want to, you know, you're talking about how you were always pushing for that best, that perfect game as a receiver. I'm just wondering, for you, coming out of Mississippi Valley State, let's say year one, year two, 
what you didn't know about the position that by year five or year six, you just said, okay, this is what I do. What, what, what didn't you know? Well, you, you know, guys, coming out, when I first came to the Niners, I had some adversity. I was dropping footballs. Mm-hmm. And when, when you are selected in the first round, 16 player taken, the expectations are high. So I had to fight through that adversity first. And I had great players to help me get through that, also Bill Walsh. And Bill Walsh told me one day, he said, one day you're going to be the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game. And when he told me that, I think it's just, you know, confidence-wise, it took me to a whole different level because all of a sudden now I felt good about the progress that I was making and what I was doing during practice. Now I just had to transition that uh, to the football field, like on that Sunday, that Monday night game, those playoff games, those Super Bowls. And once I was able to do that, man, still you got to have that work ethic, though. You got to put the time in. I felt like I needed to take all those reps during the week. That got me ready uh, for the ball game. And the night before, the first 15 plays went in. I knew exactly what I was doing. I visualized playing the game the night before. See, a lot of people don't realize that. I played Super Bowl 23, 24, 29 the night before. I knew exactly what was going to happen in that game. Now I just got to go out there and just cut loose and have fun. That's good stuff. Well, listen, you've been so gracious yeah. with your time. We appreciate it. We don't it. want to monopolize it. I still got a picture with you and my son from our days in Bristol together. I still got oh that picture. You've always been wow. so gracious. Yeah. Just last thing before we let you go, man, and I know you obviously spent a lot of time with the Raiders, but the Niners made so much noise this offseason. Trey Lance. Exactly. i just love to know, man. before we let you go, what you think about the Niners going into the season. I had the opportunity to talk to this kid. Uh, before he got drafted. Blew you away. And blew me away completely. And I said, you're going to be a San Francisco 49er. And he said, what, are you serious? I said, yeah, you know, because I felt he was the rawest uh, player, quarterback in this draft. His size, his speed, uh, his smartness, all of that. He's that diamond in the rough. Okay. And I don't know how long it's going to take before he's on that football field, but I know – with Kyle Shanahan and John Litch, they did an exceptional job because they pretty much played this down yeah. until the last second. But I knew, I knew, and, and and I didn't get any tips in you yeah. know from uh, you know the coaches or anything from management. I just knew that guy was going to be that diamond in the row. Well, safe to say, you know it when you see it. Yeah, you're right. Game recognized that. game, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you, Jerry Rice. Jerry, we appreciate right, you. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Hey, listen, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, Michael Holly, right, as we right. return here to Brother from Another live from the American Century Championship at Edgewood Tahoe Golf Club. Uh, we getting the hang of this roadshow thing. Yeah. Because we going two for two. Like, let me tell you something. If we could roll out a squad mm. with Jerry Rice on one side Ooh. and Sterling Sharp on the other, uh, cancel Christmas, as they say. I only got one right. question. What's, What's that? the question? Who's throwing it? I don't care. Who do you want to try? I don't care. No, no, I mean, no, does I it do. matter? No. Y'all going to be open. That's all I know. Y'all going to be open. Okay, so that's why it matters who's throwing Because think about it. I mean, you had Favre. He had Young and Montana. Who, all right, pick one of those. Who, who's who's going to throw it out of those three? Jeff Garcia. Oh, Jeff Garcia. Right. <laughs> hey. Somebody else. No, I, I tell you what. You can give me Brett Favre any day and twice on Sunday. He yeah. was a lot of fun playing with him. I'm going to start where, I, where we uh, sort of finished with Jerry Rice just now because I'm curious. I mean, I'm sure you've been asked some semblance of this question recently. But the rules are where they are. Because people don't know, and I don't have it in front of me, people don't understand the numbers you put up before injury cuts your career short. Short. The guy that just left our show is the only guy whose numbers match your numbers at your peak. No, his numbers are better. Well, but <laughs> no, okay, okay but that's it. That's yeah. it, though. Yeah. Who's, what kind of numbers would Sterling Sharp put up in today's game? You know what? That's, that's really hard to say because, you know, I used to hate when the older guys before me used to say <laughs> that. Oh, when we used to play, we could clothesline. Right, we ain't play with helmets. Oh, yeah, so you're not, <laughs> we ain't have face masks. You know what? It, it's, it's really hard to say because now the, it, not only have the rules changed, but offenses have changed. So if you don't get off the bus throwing it, if you don't get off the bus wanting to score points, it's going to be hard for you to win. That's a really difficult question to ask. You never thought about answer. it. I, I, you I never, never watched today's game and said, "Man, man if I can get off the line." I don't watch today's. I, I, I don't. You know, once I finished with television, you know what? I turned strictly to golf. Uh, I, I haven't watched. I probably have not watched a quarter of golf in the last. I mean, a quarter of football in the last four years. Why not? Total. I, I, you know, I played. I talked about it. I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot of football doing TV. And it was time to do something else. And I, I just – I didn't lag. I didn't go, oh, God, I missed this. or No. But I think that's, I, I that, that's, that's healthy. Well, I was going to ask. I think, I like, think that's you know, healthy. As we, as we talk a lot in this, in this moment about mental health, and specifically about athletes transitioning post-career, yeah. was that part of just, like, like Michael said, maintenance for you or just is no, the way No, I it was happened? always prepared to quit. Yeah. You know, the thing was is, is when you talk about what you can become, you know, if you go to college and get your degree, you can do anything. Um, and I wanted to play in the NFL. So having done that, the rest is gravy. Like, I didn't have a contingency plan if the NFL didn't, didn't come calling. I didn't because I wanted to focus solely on what I wanted to be and get into the NFL. And so once my NFL career, when the doctor told me I couldn't play anymore, I was fine with that decision. Really? Is that right? Man, look, I, I asked to play for one year. I stole for six. I played for seven. God was good to me, man. I couldn't ask man, for anymore. Listen. I really couldn't. How about that? What, what would you say, and it could be anything. It didn't necessarily have to be on the field. What would you say you took from the game that, that the most valuable thing you took from football? It could be 
off the field. On Everybody's the field. growth is different. Everybody's expectations are different. Everybody that plays is different. I mean, you know, when I first got in the league, I, I just wanted to learn the system. Somebody else was trying to keep their job. Someone else was trying to take someone else's job. But I just wanted to learn the system. And then once I learned the system, I just wanted to be available for whenever. To, I, I, I didn't want, you know, God, I want to catch 10 today or I want to catch 12 today. I just want to be, when it's thrown to me, I want to catch it. I want to be in the right place at the right time. I want to be able to see the game. The only prayer I had was I wanted to play like I practiced. And if I didn't practice because of, you know, I couldn't go that week, I wanted to see what the quarterback saw. That's the only thing I ever asked for playing. I didn't ask for, you know, playing a Super Bowl or uh, to make a Pro Bowl or to be in the Hall of Fame. I didn't ask for any of that. So I'm not going to waste your time with no GOAT questions or comparison questions, but I, I – I'm fascinated, and this show is called Brother from Another. Mm-hmm. Michael and I, we're not blood brothers, but it's, we're closer than a lot of blood, but we blood might brothers. Be. We, you know, we might be. Well, I, I like know. that. I but, like that. But I'm going to tell you something, man. Like, and just, you know, I, I've known you for a long time, mm-hmm. and, but you preceded me, uh, you know, at ESPN, obviously, but, but we've known each other. Cross paths with Shannon a bunch. Y'all's story, I can't get enough of it. I got to know what your household was like. I got to know what it be, for not just two brothers to come up <laughs> and make it to the NFL, yep. but to be two of the best to ever play their positions in the NFL and then go on to flourishing media careers. I mean, I can't imagine the kick you get out of watching Shannon following your footsteps as a media star the way you want. It's just, just that incredible relationship and incredible story. And you right? know what, guys? When, when, when we talk about how we grew up, everybody's got a story. Yeah. But the thing was is, is our story was that we, we only had one motto. Whatever you do, do it better than anyone else does anything else. Everything else takes care of itself. So I don't have to worry about trying to put up a number. I'm going to play the best golf I can. I'm going to try and play golf better than anyone else does anything else. What does that look like on Sunday? And that, that's, that's the only motto we, we tried to live by uh, with our grandparents raising us. Um, the, the other thing that was, that was dominant in our household is this is your life. There are many like it. This one is yours. Hmm. And so if you screw it up, don't blame anybody else. Blame you. If you don't accomplish what you want to accomplish, don't blame anyone else blame you and and those two things have resonated throughout our entire lives so i can't say it was work getting to this point it wasn't man it was a lot of fun i because I, I watch them man i'm looking i'm like how do i get parenting tips out of this story it, it's just, because it's, it's so incredible man i just i'm so happy for both of you guys i saw you did this podcast recently yes i was and the first guest on this podcast and there's and there's not a day that goes by that he ain't making news no and i'm like they literally have dominated life both of them. You know, the thing is, is, is I, I'm a firm believer in the apprenticeship. I'm a firm believer that in order for me, and when I got into television, I, I wouldn't have lasted, you know, two hours if it wasn't for Tom Jackson, Chris Mortensen, Joe Theismann, and Chris Berman. Yeah. Because they taught me how to do. Everybody can talk. Mm-hmm. But you got to be able to understand when people are talking to you in your ear to continue your point and uh, piggyback what you say and to keep the conversation. You know, I like to say a lot of people don't stay in the car when they talk. They, they jump all over the place and you don't end up following. So we were taught how to be young adults. We were taught how to be young men. We were taught how to be men. And we were taught how to, you know, I I came into the NFL. I didn't have a voice. I was a first-round draft pick. I didn't have a voice in our locker room. And the Green Bay Packers, when I got there, we weren't very good. But there were guys that had been in the league that had voices. So allow your – I tell young people all the time two things. 
allow your parents to do their job and be your parents mm-hmm. and allow your coach to do his job and coach you. Uh, there's a lot of parents that want to coach. And there's a lot of, you know, and, and I'm like, you know what? You got a job to do. You may not have played in the NFL. You may not have played professional I basketball. I that was for me. You, yeah, you may not. But my, my daughter has banned me oh, from her like, basketball listen, games. I'm a little too loud I, for her. I can see that. has banned me. I've told him to stay away. Stay away. But I was talking about this the other day when you said, Coach, can I have a word? No. no oh, see, see. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. It's context. Context. No, ain't no context. context. Uh, hey, hey, Sterling. Uh, no context, uh, right? No. You need context for that. Wait, wait, we said can after can a game. Wait, wait, can no. I, can I tell the story? Tell the story. See if you're okay. Go ahead, shame him. Go ahead, shame him. No, because I I coached my daughter in basketball for like seven years. Okay. And I only had had one rule. Do what we practiced. If you do what we practiced, we don't, we're not going to have a problem. Well, Coach Sharp, my dad said, hold on, was your dad in practice? Uh, no, sir. Then we're not doing that. We, we're not going to do oh, no, that. We're I only never, doing what we practice. Hold on. I never overstepped my boundaries with the actual coach. Okay. These are the two instances that I have said something. That I've taken. It's, I'm not trying to be the, be the show, be the story. My daughter uh, plays basketball. She's on the bench. I'm at her game. I'm sitting like it was during COVID, so I'm sitting her sitting behind the bench. The team comes to the bench during the timeout. She stays seated. I said, "Make that your last time sitting during the timeout." Okay. So that was one. Okay. The instance he's talking about oh, boy. is Ooh, okay. my son's team. Here we go. This is after the game. Everybody's outside. Uh huh. The only thing I yell at my son about is when he's not hustling. Right, right. All I ask him to do is play harder than everybody That's else. That's fair. But I'm not here to tell you what to do to coach you. I don't even know the game enough to coach you the way your coach does. So after the game, and it's, it's not just him. It's, frankly, it's the entire team. Here right. Here so I said, guys, take it from a, a person who managed to be a sports to, a talking head in sports because I didn't work hard enough when I had the opportunity. Mm. Listen to your coach. Okay. This is your one chance. Okay. All right. To See, in you like life. That. I like you that. Like, no, I like that. He's telling I like you to play that. hard and right. you'll get the results. That's all I said. Because I used to come back when I was in college because I'm three years older than my brother. I used to coach him in basketball and in track. Oh, I would have loved to have seen that. But I would never overstep my bounds yes. with the coach. So, yes. like, in the stands, he would be watching me, and he'd be playing a guy, and all I would do is be like this, like front him. Yeah. Because it, it, you can out-jump him. They're yeah. not going to throw it over your head. Yeah. And then, it, you know, what I knew, because I preceded him, I just it was just me giving it to him. Yeah. I didn't coach him. Right. But it was just me and him talking. Yeah. And it was just, you know, we weren't talking like we used to because we weren't in the same house. I right. was in South Carolina, and, of course, he was living in Georgia. So, I, I get it, but it's a it's it's a very hard dynamic yeah. to kind of separate. Those. Especially yeah. nowadays, man, because these kids think you're embarrassing them all the time. I'm like, you're embarrassed by me or you want to get your ass kicked by 30? Which one is more embarrassed? Me yelling at you or are you getting with? Or you ask the question, <laughs> you want to coach or you want to play? Which one do you want to do? You can't do both. <laughs> Which one do you want to do? You want to coach or you want to play? Hey, t- tell me this, Sterling, because I, I am a – I admit it. I, I, I cry now. I cry. Emotional things, it, it gets me. It gets me. I don't, I don't mind doing it. When I see – when I saw Shannon – Say what he said about you, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Okay, how did that? First of all, you, how did that hit you? And do you, do you, do you give much thought to that after the fact? Because that that was one I, of the most I, powerful I, Hall of Fame I moments. I can't give much thought to it because that's 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 him talking about uh, uh, his relationship with me, and I, I have never wanted to or had to or felt like answering a similar style question. I, I will say this: when People don't know what they're doing or, you know, whether I'm leading him or he's watching me. I didn't know. I mean, hey, guess what? I'm doing the best I can. We got grandma. We got sister. I'm the man of the house. I'm, I'm 
12 years old and the man in the house now. I didn't know he was watching. But it was interesting to listen to him talk because not only did he have something to say during his speech, he's thought about this for a long time. And and that made me, at that moment, I, I, I was thinking, I was sitting there as he said, when he, the, you know, the more poignant thing is, is I'm, I'm the second best player in my own, in my own family. Yeah. And I was thinking that, you know what? This ain't part of the speech. This goes back to Glenville Middle School and Glenville High School, and this goes back to there. This, my development meant something to him. And I, you know, I used to tell people all the time, I don't care how many people are in the stands because every opportunity I had to perform, I performed for an audience of one. I've only been reprimanded in sports one time. I've only had someone get on my case in athletics one time, high school, college, or the NFL, and it was my brother. Came up to the fence and said, "Hey, man, what's going on? You scared? This ain't how we. This ain't how you supposed to perform." One time, we were playing Southeast Bullock, a team we had never beaten, and he was like, "Look, I was a quarterback." He goes, "Look, I mean, if you don't want to play, let somebody else play. But this ain't what we do." Hmm. Only time in my entire life I've ever been reprimanded in sports. Love it. Was by him. So uh, you know, our history is is. I'd like to say it's brothers. It's deeper than that. It's hard to explain. It's never talked about. And it's always appreciated. It's beautiful, man. It's great. Speaking of beautiful, you rolled up here in some man, what's up golf cart, motorcycle, hybrid. Like, too, see, see, you said too much. I did? Okay. I rolled up in style. Okay. Yeah, see, you said too much. I rolled no, the, the, the fat scooter, the fight cycle uh, phenomenon started about five, six years ago. Wait, what's ago. it called? Fat scooter. And... Ironically enough, the first year they made them at a pro-am down in Reno during this tournament, I won one. So at home, when I play golf, I ride one of those. And it is, uh, it's really cool. You get to play really fast. It's not a favorite of the brothers in the summertime because, you see, the sun is a little uh, bright. But uh-huh. it's a fun way to play golf. Do you have the game to match is the question. Well, you know what? Because you told us already, you were a football player in your former life. You're yeah. a golfer now. Now you're a Let me tell you, I, I, the thing is, is I, I feel like I'm a really good golfer for me. I, you know what? If I play like I play at home, I'll be happy with wherever I finish. I, I really will. Because that'll get, I, I think that'll give me a chance. I think that'll put me up in the top. I think that will allow me to relax and enjoy myself. So I'll, I, I got one thought, one dream, one goal. Play like I play at home. I don't have. I don't think about anything else. We're gonna let you get to it before we let you go. This is our first time out here. Oh, nice. How many years you been coming to this? Somewhere around twenty. Somewhere north of twenty. Wow. And what is this? What does this particular event mean to you before we let you go? I've met more athletes, celebrities at this tournament than I have in my entire life. Um, And so it's a good time to get a chance to make some friends, get a chance to see some new ones. Uh, I don't think I've ever met Mike before. Get a chance to make some new friends, uh, play an outstanding golf course that, you know, they got got the Masters and the U.S. Open and all that. Well, this is all of our majors wrapped up in one right here. And it's a lot of fun just to throw your game out there and see where you are. We appreciate you spending some time with us. No, man, thanks for having me, man. Thank you, man. Oh, gosh, Mike, nice meeting you. you, Thanks for making the show, man. Yes, sir. Listen, I mean, we, we rolling. We got we five v two better wide receivers in pro football history to, to talk to. Just go talk. Don't talk to Randy and To when you say that. But I understand what you say. We're gonna change the name <laughs> another from another to Goat Talk. That's Ooh. what this is so far. Ooh, that's, do that. That's that a good, good show. That's a good that show. Be good. Go talk. I'm telling you. Hey. I had this dude's football card, man. You don't know that. I've been. Mean, you I know, I, I've quoted him. I've quoted. Him. He doesn't even know. I've quoted him. You did a preseason game back in the day. One of my favorite quotes said, "Hey, I'm not gonna cut you today, but I'm watching." Yeah. Somebody better say, "I'm not gonna cut you." 
but I'm watching. I'm watching. I got plenty of time. I love it. <laughs> I got things for having Thank you so much. I use that in all contexts. I'm not going to cut you today, but I'm watching. You want to live? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I said it all season long. One thing that we're going to be is prepared. You know, we're going to be prepared for every game. So, you know, um, we always talk about, you know, when preparation meets opportunity. So, you know, shoot around. Coach said, go hoop. Y'all know what to do. When it's going like that, you you just want to space the floor well and um, let him orchestrate. You know, <clears throat> I thought he was making the right plays. They were switching a ton. And, um, you know, we have to off of that space and, and play faster if he gets off of the ball, but he was making shots. And um, when he's in that mode, we just feed off of that, you know, but I, I don't have a marker or a segment in the game where I'm like, here, here he goes. It just happens. And our guys feed off of, off of those uh, moments in the game. Chris Paul's been, he's been a bucket, man. I mean, he, he obviously, you know, he, he gets his team involved. He's the greatest leader, you know, to play this game. But he's been a bucket for a very long time. And, you know, my six years of playing against him or five years of playing against him, you understand that, you know, there's no scouting report that says Chris Paul can't get a bucket. We just finished talking to two of the greatest wide receivers in NFL history. So I'll just repeat what I've been saying for a while, which is Chris Paul is the greatest quarterback in the history of basketball. I know you've said that. I thought about that yesterday. You, you've said that a few times. I haven't pushed back on it, but we'll get there. Push back on it now. We'll get there. What are you waiting on? Um, well, first of all, before I push back. I mean, oh, is that, I, too, I, oh, is that too macro? I mean, because, listen, it's, it's game one. You want to focus on the moment? No, no, I want to. I, I actually, well, because we got we got time to talk about this. Well, we don't have that much time to talk about this series. I'll get to that in a second. So, tease. We don't, we don't have that much time. Tease. Uh, I'm a little nervous about it, but we'll get there. When you say the greatest quarterback, you you mean the best point guard to operate an offense? You're not necessarily saying the best point guard of all time. You're saying quarterback for a reason. Uh, the best combination of leader. Uh, ex- execution, flawless execution is scoring, defense. Oh, 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 oh I whole, I'm not total, even thinking about scoring. I'm not even thinking about package. scoring. But yeah, but I mean, but as it, yes, he is, he is a guy that will orchestrate your offense. Obviously, he's unparalleled, unmatched when it comes to his sheer execution, his efficiency when it comes to orchestrating an offense, mistake free, for the most part. Okay, so when you put him so, mistake free, then on top of that, all right. He's a bucket. On top of that, like what Chris Paul did last night, he could do every night if he wanted to. If he wanted, like he could get you 30 whenever he wants to get you 30. Okay, so tell he me. He just chooses to be more of a traditional point guard. So he's the total package. So when I say best quarterback, it's it's my way of, to be honest with you, it's my way of calling him the GOAT without really calling him the GOAT. It's just a clever way of calling him the okay, GOAT. Okay, all right. 
So because what, because what I can't because doing? I can't put somebody above Magic Johnson. Well, I was gonna say my, my, up, my right. upbringing my upbringing will not allow me to say somebody's better than Magic Johnson. I was raised better than that. Okay, so that now you and even Isaiah, now you're trying to now you're trying to backdoor it. Now you're trying to backdoor it here. I'm a wordsmith. What can I say? It's, yeah. a, cute, it's a cute little way you're of calling a him the goat. He's, we call him the point god. I don't know where you come from. What's above a god? I don't know what's above the god, but his nickname is the point god. Right. I got he it. does it more. He does it with more cold efficiency, more. Killer instinct efficiency. You see, this is what you got to do. Seen, see, I'm gonna force you to. I'm glad I called you out. Then anybody, I he, had a, you out. he had a no, finals you debut to... last night. It took a long time. It took him a long time to get a long time. But a finals debut, unlike any we've seen since Michael Jordan in '91. See, I'm glad I called you out though. You didn't call me out. I did I'm because not, what I'm you got. What I'm gonna force you. I'm gonna force you to do. I'm gonna force you to use the front door and not the side door. All right. And the side door, you're getting, you're hiding behind your cute language. And your cute phrasing, it's very nice. I like it. It's pretty. But what you're saying is he's the best point guard of all time, which I reject. That's what you're saying. I'm saying you're trying to say it in a different I'm way. Saying he, and everything I'm saying, you say about Chris Paul, I'm Magic saying Johnson does he, or did. He may not. No, Magic Johnson didn't score like he does. Magic Johnson didn't shoot like sure he, he did. does. Sure he did. No, he didn't. He, he, didn't probably shoot, have the, he didn't shoot or score like he did. Off the top of my head, they probably have similar career numbers. Scoring. They probably have similar scoring numbers. I, I should, okay. The way that he does. Magic Johnson was not the shooter that, that, that Chris Paul is. Magic Johnson could score. Okay. He could obviously get to the basket. Right. Okay. He obviously, you know, could back you down starting at midcourt. Yep. But he wasn't stylistically. I mean, I'm not talking about whether they average 18 or 19 points a game each. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he may not be the best point guard of all time. Yeah. But nobody's played a position better. I'll say what I often say about Aaron Rodgers because, okay, Aaron Rodgers and I'm not, you know, maybe we can talk about it with him in person when he gets here tomorrow. We've had this argument ad nauseum about the best quarterback ever. Brady's the GOAT. Brady's the best quarterback ever. Right. But Aaron Rodgers plays a position better than anybody's ever played it before. I think mo- bo- both those things can so I, be true. No, they can't. So I cannot say. <laughs> no, I cannot say that. You're Chris dancing. Paul, no, I'm not dancing. You're dancing. No one ever could accuse me of dancing. I don't uh, dance. All right. You're, I go, I'm, I'm telling you. Listen to the words. that I, I'm, Listen to what I'm telling you. All right. Magic Johnson got five of them things. Right. Okay, I'm not even, I haven't even focused on the, I'm not the, gonna, I'm not the proto, on. Magic Johnson was the prototype of, for big point guards. Yeah. The, nobody passed better than Magic Johnson. I thought you were about to quote uh, uh, Outkast. Yeah. I hope that you're the one. If not, you're the prototype. Yeah. I'm telling you, Chris Paul does it as well, if not better, than anybody who's ever played the game. Shout out to Zeke. Shout out to John Stockton, who's far and away the assist leader. Yeah, I think shout out to Jason Kidd. Chris Paul has all, and, and I'm by, Chris Paul's always been the guy. See, I'm taking a victory lap right now. Twenty five percent of the way there, I'm taking a victory lap because Chris Paul has always been my guy. He's always been my guy. Right. Like his, the numbers, the productivity, supported, and now he's getting his flowers now that he's gotten to the finals. But he's always been this guy. This is why, like, side note real quick, this is why rings are overrated for me. Because he ain't no better a player right now than he was last year, the year before, the year before that, the year before that. But I think he's he is. He's just in the finals now. But I think he is playing better. Now, now this is not – what you're saying, I agree with you here. This is nothing Say overall. Nothing new. Overall, it's not new. Right. But I think at 36 – He's playing better now at 36 for maybe a number of reasons. Maybe, you know, that ball hog James Harden wouldn't let him do his thing in Houston because his numbers without Harden, when Harden was out in Houston, you saw this kind of production from Chris Paul. Maybe he wasn't able to do it uh, at the level he wanted to in Oklahoma City because 
and he played well there because he didn't have some of the pieces, some of the surrounding pieces. Well, it was Oklahoma, it's Oklahoma, it was Oklahoma City. It was Oklahoma City. There was no expectation. And what we're really paying that much attention. But that speaks to Chris Paul's greatness. There was no expectation for him to take that team to the playoffs. And he did. Right. So I think he's playing, I, I think he's playing great basketball. I mean, the best basketball now that he's played in the last four or five years. And not to say he was bad four or five years ago, but now okay. this is the Let's, next. This is something That else. just speaks to how great this he's been. This whole season yeah. has been incredible, even though he's averaged, what, like 16 or 17 points a game this season. The numbers aren't that high, scoring numbers, but just the mastery of the position, I agree, has been b- very good. But he still ha- I haven't seen anything from Chris Paul that I didn't see from Magic. I haven't seen anything from Chris Paul that I didn't see from John Stockton. I'll put him maybe third in, 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 that, in that group, but... And I, and I feel bad. There's man. nothing, like I, like there's I, said, nothing Thomas, I've seen. I haven't seen anything from him that uh, that makes me say, "Wow." I'm somebody somebody one. challenged me the other day on this. this I mean, listen, it's hard. It's not, I, I don't say it with ease. I'm not dancing. I'm being respectful. I think okay. there's a, I think there's a, a a difference between dancing and being respectful. I'm okay. being respectful of my elders. I'm being respectful of the other greats who have played this position. Yeah. But there's a guy that, you know, if if time permits, may join us in a second. Where's Steph Curry in that conversation? Because it's hard for me to – I don't even know that I've, I look at Steph as a traditional yeah, me point either. guard. I was going to say I, – I, But he's it, a point guard? Yeah, but it's just a different – Technically, cat- he's a point guard. Yeah, right? different technically, category. Technically, I mean, he's positionless, I guess. Yeah, but, you different know, category. Nonetheless, there, shooter. Are, there are people – Zeke – Shooter, I, best shooter. Know, I'd be remiss if I didn't have Zeke in that conversation. And if, I, if I didn't continue to shout out Zeke and what he did. But what Chris Paul is doing right now – is just checking that last box that some people want to hold against him and say he couldn't win anything when all he's done is win wherever he's been. See, there are people who've won championships, and there are winners. Not every winner wins a championship. He is a winner and always has been a winner, whether it was New Orleans, whether it was L.A., whether it was Oklahoma City, Houston. I know they didn't finish the job, but he yeah. is a winner wherever he's gone. Well, And Phoenix is no different. And just broadening this conversation out a little bit, what a phenomenal story, and I hope that this story does not include any knuckleheads who want to do the discredit thing and say, well, they got lucky and they missed this team. No, 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 or, no, 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 no. I know you're not doing no, it. I'm no, just preemptively talking no. about anybody who would dare. And, again, they got three more wins before. They, who knows how this series goes? Let's, let's give Mike Boonholzer. I know, don't laugh. But let's give Mike Boonholzer and the Bucks a chance to adjust. Who knows where this series goes? But – Getting ahead of myself, if I may, this is a team that was one of the big stories in the bubble last year and was one of the best teams in the NBA all season all long, year. was all one year. of the best teams against elite competition all season long at both ends of the floor. So they were going to be here regardless of who got hurt or not, not to mention they had their own battle with adversity. And I know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir in that because you were talking about the Suns long before most people were in right. the playoffs. Well, hey, Mike, uh, let's just cut, let's just, uh, cut right down. Uh, let, let's uh, shuck this corn down to the stalk, uh, as some folks say in the country. All right, look, I'm nervous, man. You said you're not, you, you, wanna, you don't want to get ahead of yourself? I'm going to get ahead of myself. Move on from the Chris Paul part of the conversation to the larger point of what Phoenix is doing and it kind of confirms like this fear now I, i'm not gonna be dramatic and say i got i woke up in the middle of the night nervous because you know i'm not that invested in milwaukee but i wanted to see milwaukee get here i don't like the matchup for milwaukee i'm just just playing the series out in my head looking at 
Aiton and his matchups. And and looking at, but even this is before Giannis was hurt. But, okay, a Giannis, a, a compromised Giannis. What's he, 75%, 80%? I don't know what he is. And and looking at the point, the backcourt matchup. I don't like it for Milwaukee. I think this series could be a short one. Gentlemen sweep? Feels like a five, yeah. I can see it being a five-game series. Because what do they do? What do they do with Booker? Like we we talking about we're, we're talking about Chris Paul. We haven't mentioned uh, uh, Devin Booker yet. Yeah. We haven't even mentioned DeAndre Ayton. What about his finals? His finals debut. Yeah. It's just one of those games, and he's often a guy. Ayton, I'm talking about now. He's often a guy that we just kind of forget. We go back and forth. No, ping, they got a big pinging, pinging. No, they between, got a big three. Between Booker and Paul, yeah, they got but Aiton sometimes will just give you 18 and 18, yeah. or 20 and 19, yeah. and pretty good defense. I, listen, I I could I I hear why based on and, what we've seen so far. Right, and the other thing is the other yep. thing is thing I like about Phoenix is that guys like that. So you got you saw campaign there. I think they have the best non. Uh, I think they have the best slash most reliable collection of non-stars role definition yeah campaign cam johnson uh jay crowder um my man from nova uh, uh oh, bridges bridges yep i mean they've got a lot of guys you look at them and say pretty good right they're, you know they're, they're reliable it's not like uh campaign disappears it's not like Bridges disappears. Bridges is going to be there offensively or defensively. He's a tough matchup for people. So I don't, I don't, I don't think Milwaukee's group of non-stars matches up favorably with Phoenix's. Yeah, I, listen, I could, I could see why you would feel that way after after game one. And I share that. But I felt that way before game one too. Okay, fair enough. Just a little nervous, nervous about this. Well, I, I, I share that feeling. That this looks like it's it's the Suns to lose, and the Suns may make quick work of the Bucks. I just want to learn from my mistakes, and <laughs> at every turn, at every turn, I have doubted Milwaukee. At in the first round, I got all hot and bothered about Miami. Yeah, yeah, and they exercised that demon pretty quickly. Let's talk about round two, though. How'd you feel? We how all did, know how round how, two played no, out. No, we don't. How how it play out? What happened? Kevin Durant's foot's too big. No, no, and no. Instead of winning Game let's Seven say in without, regulation, let's say without excuses. They lost it in overtime. That's not an excuse. That's an excuse. That's an excuse. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Was his foot okay. not on the line? You don't know. Was his foot not on the line? How old is Kevin Durant? Was his foot not on the line? How old is Kevin? His foot was on the line. It was. But how old is they it? lost? Bro, I'm just saying, Mike. Mike, the man, the man, the grown man. Okay, he's 32 years old. I just thought he's 32. If you don't know the right shoes, you to wear by the time you get to 32 years old, I can't help you. I just thought don't wear the wrong shoes. You're 32 years old. I gave Milwaukee credit after Game Seven. Oh, I'm giving Milwaukee credit now, but I can't. What I don't understand about you, what it's like, you can't go talking trash when somebody won Game Seven in overtime. Why not? They won. I told you that, is, that game seven in overtime I, is. You know what you say? Great series. No, there's no definitive proof is, that one team was better than the other. What I say or is, one oh, team was going to win all along. No, Joe Harris and and James Harden each missed three, two three pointers apiece in overtime. Okay, Blake Griffin missed a layup in overtime. 
Kevin Durant ran out of gas. That's not excuses. As, I'm saying as the great Derek Coleman once said, whoop de damn do. No, what you should <laughs> no, okay. What you should be <laughs> saying, as the great Rasheed Wallace said, both teams played hard. Yeah, both that's, teams that's played hard. That's the analysis hard. of that series. God bless both you. Both teams played hard. Both teams played hard, my man. Both teams played hard. Ken, you said there's no grand uh, okay. takeaway from an this. overtime game seven win. Let me ask you. There was a great series, but wait, but let me just make the, last, the, the okay. larger point real quick. All right, all right. And then last round against Atlanta, I looked at Atlanta and got caught up in what a great story and a, and a great team yeah. Atlanta was this year. When they won game four, I believe it was, and Giannis went down, I'm like, oh, wet man. I, yeah. I loved Atlanta's supporting cast more than Milwaukee's after game four. And what did Milwaukee go and do? Wiped the floor with Atlanta in those two games, and Chris Middleton stepped up. So it's like, I just, I just, all I'm saying about this series, and you can go ahead and get back and talk your trash. I am. I just yes, want to say about this series, I want to see more before I say that's a wrap for Milwaukee because I've made that mistake at least two too many times. Nobody. Underestimating Milwaukee's ability to adjust, and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday's in particular's ability to have star turns of their own. Well, two things. Okay, two things. One, nobody. Loves Milwaukee more than me. No, no, no. You, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you what. I thought you jumped hey, off the bandwagon. I'm going to tell you. Make up your mind. You on I, or you off? I, I, okay, you off. I'm telling you. You want to go to jail? You want to go home? I'm telling you how much I love Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee even more than, and I saw you, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Shame on you. 1971 Bucks champion, 1974 loss in game seven. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he said, he went on TV and said he didn't think the Bucks could win a championship. And this is in the Brooklyn series. He yeah, didn't think they beat Brooklyn. He didn't think they'd win the Eastern Conference. So I even love the Bucks more than one of their own. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I respect Milwaukee. But I love them so much I know when they're in trouble. It's like, it's like as a parent, you say, I love you, but you know when your kids are in trouble. I know when my kids are in trouble. Milwaukee's in trouble. That's one. Two, let me just point out to you. Um, you have roughly, can you just tell the people roughly how much Air Jordan attire you got at the crib like, how many, like, pair of Jordans do you have? How many pairs? Lost count. Like, tons. So, there's the legend of Michael Jordan. Jordan fans, I'm not saying you do this, but Jordan fans are quick to just get up all in your face. You can you can barely say anything. You start to go say a mildly negative comment about Michael Jordan. 6-0. 6-0 in the NBA Finals. 6-0. Nobody says, nobody says, hey, you know, Brian Russell – if that, had, if that had been called an offensive foul, maybe Mike is 5-1 and one in no, the NBA. Nobody says that because that doesn't matter. That's not what I'm saying. The only thing that matters is the result. So I don't care about Kevin Durant's no, shoe no, size. No, you, just, you just don't get to – all I'm saying is I don't you just care. don't get to talk trash. Yes, you do. As though y'all beat the brakes off of the Nets. It was well, a close. It was a seven-game well, series decided in over. It gets no closer than that. Mike, it gets no closer than that. Can I look at it? Can I? Can like, I? You, what you should? Can I give you a different angle? When we did when we did that little throwaway taping on Monday, what you should have come up and said, you know what, man, it was a great series. I'm glad the Bucks survived it because nobody won that series as much as they survived it. And I mean, we sitting there talking about two series ago, but you just—I I just thought you would have, you know, okay. matured. Since me, then. I, I, I guess matured. I was wrong. I have matured. I've I guess gotten, I was wrong. I've gotten less mature. So I, I, I'm confused. I'm less. Are you mature. on the Bucks bandwagon or not? Or are you just living in I was your past a, glory? So no. to be to, to recap your to hone in on your central I just pieces want the of out. the night. Everybody, they understand okay. that. I want the Nets out. Alden, Alden Snow. I don't care about the Bucks. Alden Snow. Let's hone in on. You think I care about Milwaukee? 
Okay, I was shouting out Wisconsin because I wanted What's the your, Nets out. You you were you're with now the Bucks gone. two rounds ago, Get but now they going they going down quickly to the Suns. See, I know my shoe size. Yeah, okay, Just, Kevin Durant it. doesn't know I his. It. I know mine. I got it. Listen, um, I can't say that the Bucks won the series. Let me tell you why. I know they won it. They, no, what? No, they dominated the series. Let me tell you why they dominated. The Milwaukee Bucks were trailing, zip two. Why are we wasting time on this? No, no, I, no. We're not wasting time. No, I just want you to acknowledge this. They were trailing. Happened was a miracle. They, I they, want you to. They were trailing zip two in the series. They had were. all the momentum in the world. They were. Had you coming back saying, "Oh, you're so stubborn. You don't want to acknowledge this." Right. And then it took after that, all-time no, no, great no, no. performance no, 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 from no. Kevin Durant. That's, that sounds great. No, that I'm, I'm great. telling you. Let me no, no, no. I'm not finished. Let it's finish. four straight, if not for an all-time great performance from Kevin Durant. My, after zip two, you're right. They ran. That's what I to say. They ran away with it. In the next the part, in the next five games, right. they won one. Exactly. That's what I, I'm, I'm telling you. So, I know where you're going with this. So and that one game, I don't want to say great, great performance. It was not a great. Series. That one game was Kevin Durant going nuclear. I, I hear you. You might. I hear you. You might make the case that they choked. Oh, Lord. They were up two zip. This is before Kyrie got hurt. Oh, I didn't bring that up. I wasn't going to bring that up, but since you did, I wasn't going to bring that up. This is before Kyrie got hurt. They're up two zip. I wasn't bring up the fact that they were compromised. They're up two zip. Then why don't you give your boys a chance, man? Let's, let's bring it back to the present. Don't nobody because it's matchups. About, it's matchups. Give your boys a chance. Like I, you saw, you saw the character and the resilience that this team. I love has. their character. I love their resilience. I love that they eliminated uh, the evil among us. Uh, that would be the Brooklyn Nets, the evil that was kind of uh, encroaching on the NBA. You don't think there's an adjustment? You don't think they can adjust their I think role coverage? I think they can. I think they can make adjustments. I'm just saying, just matchup personnel-wise, I, I don't like this. Middleton, not, middle, not, middle can shoot better than that. Holiday can shoot better than that. It's not a good look for him. You know how they, you know how hot they can get from three? Yeah. It's a great okay, just, just do me a favor. Do me a favor. You're not allowed back on the Bucks bandwagon. If the Bucks make it a series, don't come in here with your little oh raggedy Bucks jersey or t-shirt or whatever. You said it was a nice you're a front runner. That's a nice t-shirt. You're, you didn't like it. You're a front runner. You didn't like it. You're a front runner. You're the worst. You, pre- you pretended to like runner. it. You didn't like it. You're a front runner. I brought it. I, that's what I don't like. I don't like. It made, I don't like front runners. It travel. It made the travel team. Like why would you jump Bucks? off the bandwagon? Because they because the job was done. Sterling Sharp. Like how do you? Where, where do we get one of those? I don't even play golf, but I get one of those just to ride around the neighborhood. Oh, that's dope. The fast scooter. Good job, Sterling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to Brother from Another coming to you live. Sounds kind of cool to say that. We're always coming to you live, but today we are live, remote, on out of location. The house. we out of the house. Our wives gave Amazing. us all passes to come to the American Century Championship in Lake Tahoe. And we got a fellow first-timer here, Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders, is kind enough to take time out 
to join brother from another. It's good yeah. to see you. I, we were catching up. I have not seen you since you were drafted. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it has been so long. So much yes. has happened since yes. then. Yes. Uh, you know, you're in the same place. I'm in a different place, but it's good to see you yeah. again, man. Yeah. Uh, you're in a different place, too, because you said the last time. That's true. You're in a different place. First of all, let me just Vegas. How, yeah. how how long did it take you to just to, for that to roll off the tongue? The Las Ooh, Vegas. It's, it's still weird to me. Raiders. It's still weird to me. Like cause I, Cause, grew, I grew up as Oakland Raiders. Yeah. You know, as that's what it was. And now, once we've lived there now a year, it's it's starting to get a little normal. I mean, I just I just talked to Chris Collinsworth the other day, and he's like Oakland. I mean, goodness, Las yes. Vegas. You know, it's yes. still it's still hard to say. But uh, but that city, I tell you what, man, that city's like a college atmosphere. Yeah. You know, they. I mean, they have that is their home team, and they treat it like that. So it's been it's been fun. It's been cool. Listen, man. I mean. Well, well, let's start between the lines, and we'll talk outside the lines in a second. But, like, you got some weapons. Yep. You got some weapons. Yep. And it's like we've been waiting just for the Raiders to take that next yes. step. Yes. Like, how close do you feel like you guys are to taking that next step in contending? Well, I mean, we had we – had, we're three or four plays away from having 12 or 11 wins. Like, literally three plays. And it's like – we're so close, you know, and, and especially we feel so confident on the offensive side with all the weapons that you mentioned and all those kind of things. And now adding Coach Gus Bradley and Yannick and the, the different guys that we've added to our defense. I mean, we're kind of excited, you know, to say the least, you know. Uh, so we're really looking forward to the season. I'm trying not to get too excited. You know, I've learned in my eight years when I get too excited, you know, okay, I'm just going to keep I'm going to keep like this. And we'll, yeah. we'll show up on Sundays. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll show up on Sundays. We'll flop a little radar. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. What are you most with, let's keep managing expectations yeah. but what are you most looking forward to yeah. uh, about your offense what are you most looking forward to about about the season You know I'm, everything about our offense I mean I'm excited to watch our offensive line go to work you know I lost a lot of good friends on that offensive line this past year I mean to some trades and things like that uh, but the guys that were behind them aren't really backups you know they're, they're starters in this league that you know, okay well now it's your turn to start here and um, I'm excited to watch those guys Josh Jacobs is one of the best running backs in the NFL we got Waller uh, our wide receiver core is unbelievably fast you know I'm, I'm I'm just excited, you know, again, again, tempering myself right. Yeah, uh, right. because I don't get to put pads on today. But right. um, I'm excited just to play some football. You know, I, it's going to be a good year. I'm excited. You know, it's, it's good to, to, to catch up with you because – and I don't want to put you in a, in a, in a tough spot. Yep. So just follow the, the, my line yep. of questioning. Yep. I'm, not expect, I'm not trying to get into a gossip world yep. with you. You may or may not pay attention to headlines. Yep. I don't know. Some maybe you see, some you don't. Yep. There was a lot of speculation that when Tom Brady went on the shop, oh yeah, yeah. when he was saying that the MF or he was, oh, yeah, he was yeah, thinking oh, it was yeah. you, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, first of all, what did you think of that? That that people thought it was it was you and the Raiders. From what I know, it wasn't me. Okay, you know, okay, uh, that's good, it, which is good. And and if it was, like I've I've gotten in enough trouble trying to challenge some people to fight. You know what I'm <laughs> uh, but as a man, you know what I'm saying, like Tom, like you right. got. I know you got the rings, but yeah, you know, if it's not me, then we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if. It, what I heard, it wasn't me, uh, and so I'm good with that. Yeah. But uh, but if it wasn't, where'd you hear that it wasn't you? Uh, I can't give about. away my sources. Okay, yeah, cool. You know? yeah. I gotta ask though. Yeah. Sources say, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, saying, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just from a good source I heard. But hey, if it was, then that's different. We're we're men. Well, and I appreciate you being transparent about that because that even that, I wasn't even expecting that. What yeah. I was really wondering is yeah. just like eight years in now. Yeah. And you know. How hungry are you individually oh, for respect? Oh, you, you know what? You know, I, it's really a team thing. You know, when you win, 
You know, when we, in 2016, we win 12 games. I'm up for the MVP. I get MVP votes. I played better the last two years than I did those two, you know, in that year. Mm. I didn't get any MVP votes. Didn't even go back to the Pro Bowl. So, to me, I, I know what I put on film. You know, I've talked to some coaches out here that I've played against, and just what they say to me, that means more to me than getting outside attention. What do they say? Uh, just, just how much they respect me as a player, how much they respect me as a, as a man, how I carry myself uh, within the league, yeah. just how I go about my business, how I work, um, and what I've done on the field. And uh, they told me, you know, what a, you know, a great season I had, and I keep telling them, yeah, it wasn't good enough because we didn't win the Super Bowl. You know, like that, that's literally the only thing on my mind. When I, when, when, I, when I came to Bristol and saw you then, and when I'm here now and going into my eighth year, the goal has never changed, and the work has never changed. I was up at 540 this morning before I flew here, you yeah, know, getting my work in. Yeah. Like I want to hold that Lombardi Trophy as a Raider, you know, and that's that's the only thing that matters to me. And like whether, you know, uh, the media or uh, Tom was saying what, I, it, like honestly, it doesn't matter to me. If I saw, it, I love everybody, you know. I, I've gotten away from, you know, having a bad heart towards people. Too old for that. It's too. <laughs> I'm too old. I got, I got four kids. They're giving me these grays in my beard now. Yeah, you know, I got, I'm yeah. too old, man. I, yeah. I know what I can do. You yeah. know, and, and, and the guys in the NFL that, that, that need to know the GMs, if I need a job, they know what I can do. And most important, your yeah. locker room. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, how'd you get there, though? How'd you get there? You know, said, it, I've, gotten, I've gotten to that point where I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not having that feeling. I how'd heard, you get there? I heard Russell Westbrook, because I'm a people pleaser. I really cared about, like, man... I try and do everything right, you know, in the NFL. I try to work my tail off, try and give it everything. I got diving for first downs, all yeah. this kind of stuff, you know. And and I found out you can't please everybody, you know, no matter what. And when I got to that realization, you know, I heard Russell Westbrook give an interview, and he doesn't even know this. Like, I've never met him, nothing like that. But he says, I really don't give a you-know-what, yeah. you know. And I say, you know what, I need to feel that way, you know. <laughs> and, and it did something in me where you know, I was just free from caring, yeah. you know. And what I've put on, what I, you know, People talk about him. The man still goes out and produces. Yeah. They can keep talking about me. I'm still going to go produce and hopefully produce more wins rather than just stats. You said as a Raider. So I really want to hold that Lombardi trophy as a Raider. You gave an interview saying, you know, hey, I'd, I'd retire before I, if, if I had to go somewhere else. Yeah. Why is it so important as a Raider? And was that a, a serious comment about? Oh, yeah. Hey, you know oh, I was dead serious. Like, I, like that organization to me, I've. I've been through everything there, you know, uh, from injuries to successes to 800 different coaches, you know, like a, a whole different, whole, 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 whole sweep a of move. players, yeah, a move, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. franchise move. Man, yeah. I've been through everything there, and so I've ha- I have buddies, you know, on yeah. other teams that are playoff contenders every year, begging me, bro, come play for us, bro, come play for us, come play for us. And I keep telling them, like, I love you, bro, but there's something about, like, I'd rather just go down with the ship, you know, if mm. I had to, you know. That's just how I was raised. That's just how I was brought up that, now I'm going to do it here. This is my team. Mm. And if that, I'm telling you what, it would have to take a big uh, talking and to get me to play somewhere else if that time ever came because I'm a Raider. I'm a Raider for life. If I went and won, some, I can go team up with a whole bunch of my buddies. We could have done that already, you know, and, and probably won a couple championships, but I just didn't want to do that. You know, I wanted to stick it out here and do it this way. Mm. Which naturally segues into the headlines you've made lately. So, but you're all about that recruiting life, though. absolutely. So your man Devontae, yes. like yeah, that's right. It's like you putting forward. You're not yes. you're not shy about it. You are putting you are putting forward the full court press on reuniting with your Fresno State teammate Devontae. Absolutely. I mean, wouldn't you? hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Because, and I'll tell you why. You know, he, I think he's the best in the league. You know, he's my, he's one of my best. Can you friends. say that again, please? I think he's the oh, best. Stop. In the no, league. no, 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 no. We got to talk the about though, because we we transparent here. Because my man over here believes that if you weren't taken in the first round, no, 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 then no, 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 you're not uh, capable of being the, like Aaron Rodgers has never had a first oh, round receiver. That's obviously, funny. that's funny. Obviously, so thank you for saying. That. Obviously, Derek, you know that uh, he's 
prone to exaggeration. Take that one. I love that. But yeah, I'm sorry, you were saying. No, no, no. It's be- you know, he's, to me, he's the best. You know, he's always open. You know, and as a quarterback, that's what you want. You know, guys that are always open, always catch the ball, and uh, he he does that. I think you've heard some of the best corners in the league say he has the best releases. Yeah. He, you know, his, his, it's just unbelievable. I've played basketball against a guy. You can't stay in front of him. Yeah. You know, it's impossible, especially for me, you know. And, uh, think you got a chance? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm still, com- I'm still competitive, Tay. You know, I'm still coming. No, maybe do you have a chance to get him? Oh, you know, for the Raiders, we don't, who knows? You know, I mean, if anything, he's going to get paid a lot by the Packers so they can't let him go because of what I'm saying. All you know right, what I mean? Right. So either way, I'm doing my friend a good <laughs> service. Him out. I'm yeah, helping him out. So, so either either they're, either they're going to pay him or I'm going to recruit the heck out of him. You know, and I can say that. There's no tampering with players. That's right. Just go ahead. Just go ahead and do it. Yep. You're like, you can invite him out here, too. Like, this is a good that's place right. to no, do it. Play some golf We were already hours. We were already texting on the way here. I've, we talk. I mean, it's my friend. You know, we're yeah. talking about football. You know, yeah. we're talking about life and this. Yeah. You know, his little baby girl and all this kind of stuff. But uh, oh yeah, I mean, look. I mean, look at the guy. You know, who wouldn't want to throw? You know, a little, you know, one yard run. Stiff arm, little stiff arm too. <laughs> so you're out here. This is your first time. This is Patrick Mahomes' second time. Yeah. I yeah. wonder. Yeah. You talk about the interaction that you have with, yeah. uh, you know, your peers and colleagues and yeah. coaches or what have you in the league. What kind of talk is there going to be between you and Patrick, if at all? Like, if oh, nothing else, you just want to be finish better than him in this tournament. Absolutely, right? yeah. I mean, that's a Raider Chief thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, absolutely. Uh, you know, if I see him, I, I always say he's always been great. You know, uh, after games and things like that, he's a uh, he's always been awesome. You know, he one time we played him, and when we beat him in KC this year, like everyone said, he didn't even shake Derek's hand. The guy, he's the first one to see me. He did it so early that people didn't even see it. You yeah, know, he's he's always been great, win or loss. Like he's awesome. And uh, I always tell him, man, congrats on everything because yeah. I root for everybody, you yeah. know, even though he's a chief, you know, yeah. I, I, anyone who has success like that, man, get paid, man, win Super Bowls, MVPs, man, I'm trying to do the same thing. And I, yeah. I don't want someone to have a bad heart towards me. You right. know, I'm, I'm all for that. So uh, it's still competitive now. Don't get me wrong. I don't right. want I don't want to lose to Mahomes now. But uh, but no, if I, if I see him, it'd be easy. But one of the guys I talk to the most, probably Aaron, you know, Aaron. Is that right? Yeah. It, since I was since I came up in the league, he's always he's always been someone I could reach out to. He, you know, he gave me his number. He said, if you need any anything ever so we talk about defense coordinators things like that that change and stuff that he's seen guys he's played against more than i've played against and and he's always been there so i i, I really when i see him i'll talk to him i was about to say you he's been, to I was gonna say, he's been yeah. in the news a lot what we'll see means <laughs> that, yeah that's that's the you know that's the funniest part you know i was watching that little golf thing the yeah the, day. the match yeah. yeah the match and they're trying oh, they're trying to get him aren't they yeah. they were trying yeah. to get him we're gonna shoot our shots oh as you should as you should and he was driving fast too with that car they're not going away. I don't know if you're trying to outrun him. Like, I don't right know if golf car could go that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you think that plays out, though? Just knowing him like you know or just – You know, I don't know. I think he's going know, – I know he'll do what's best for him. You know, uh, you know, he talked a lot about his mental health and, you know, making sure that he's in the right place to yeah. be his best person and all that kind of stuff. And I know he, he did a great job on Jeopardy and stuff like that, so I know that's available to him. Yeah. So I don't know if he'll do that or go back to Green Bay. I don't know. You know, yeah. I, I – How's he feel about you recruiting his – this boy. He probably doesn't like it. He, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he probably doesn't. But Aaron, you've had your time, man. I mean, just share with the young guy a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. We, we, we talked a lot about freedom, um, you know, for yourself. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, you know, you mentioned Aaron and his, his mental health journey. Yeah. I love to talk to you about probably the biggest story. But what's interesting, and maybe I just have been missing it, no. it was a big story, and then it wasn't, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Is Carl Nassib. Yeah, Carl. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. And you obviously were very supportive of him yeah. when he made his announcement. The organization yeah. was, the league was. Yeah. Can you kind of take us inside? I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to him personally yep. at all. Have you seen it? What yep. has been like since that announcement? Yeah, so, like, everyone was, like, bugging me about sending out a tweet. And I was like, 
this isn't something to tweet, you know. I, I called the guy personally. Like, he's my teammate. He's my brother, you know. And uh, well, at first I was shocked because I didn't know. Like, mm -hmm. there was no – he never talked about it to any one of the teammates. He just kind of – his moment was when he grabbed his phone and did it that way. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I called him, and uh, uh, he was working out, so I texted him, and he sent me a text right back, and he said, Derek, you have no, no idea how much it meant to me for you to reach out. Yeah. He said, I was hoping that you would reach out. Yes. Yeah. You know, and because, you know, he, and I'll let his words be his words. Sure. But – to me, I wanted him to know, like, like everyone knows, I'm a faithful man. Yes. I, I believe a certain way in this kind. Of, that doesn't change the fact that I love this man. Right. That doesn't change the fact that I'm gonna treat this guy different. Like, I, I, there's people that think different things about everything. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean that uh, I get to treat you different than I treat somebody else. Like, because in this country, we've seen that if you don't agree, you must hate each other. Yeah. And I right. said, I said, I said, man, bro, I want you to know this. I told Carl this, and I'll share it. I said, bro, if no one else has your back and no one else will talk to you, I will. I said, I love you, bro, and I'm here for you. And he's like, thank you, dude. Like, I, and we had a great conversation. So, the, like, if he comes in the locker room and someone doesn't agree with him, I was like, that's okay as long as you love him. Like, don't treat him different. Like, he's, that's our brother, bro. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. We're trying to help him be the best version of himself. And so Do you think a what, lot of people view it the way you do? I, I wonder just what that interaction, that testimony you just gave, what does that say about – the level of humanity, the level of professionalism yeah. that exists. I think on the outside, people project this Neanderthal-type yeah. mentality right. when it sounds like that's the farthest thing. And, and, and projecting. You said projecting, too. Yeah. I think a lot of people are projecting. Yeah. Yeah, and putting it on somebody else, which where, is like that's yeah, that is that that's yeah. not really how NFL locker rooms no. work. Do, in, in short, do yeah. guys really care? No, I mean the, the thing the thing that's crazy is because he came out and said something, and then that's how he chooses to live. You know, if if you came out and said something about the way you choose to live, someone may not like that too. Yeah. You know, right. He just just died to tell you what's up. You know, mm -hmm. and and the thing in a locker room is we don't care, bro. Like we're here to put our arms around everybody. Yeah. You know, at least the good teams, yeah. at least the teams that care about each other. That's right. And we're here to put our arms around each other and help each other be the best version of themselves. Yeah. And so when he comes in our locker room. Will there be a couple guys? I don't know. You know, I can't speak for everybody. Sure. But I can speak for the majority of the guys that have been around that we're going to wrap our arms around him and say, bro. We love you for who you are. Give great effort. You know, we, that, we're yeah. still going to demand the excellence in football. Like, yeah. how you choose to live your life is how you choose to live your He's life. He's the same popular guy that he was before. You just know who he, who he really is now. And, and good for him. Like, yeah. there's so many of us, whether it's, you know, our, our, our sexual orientation or whether it's our, our political belief. If we could just walk in a freedom like yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah. about, yeah. like, we'd all be so much better off, yes. man. Yes. Listen, it is hard not to root for the Raiders, man. Nah, I appreciate you. And, it's good and to Derek, see you, man. You've always been a great guy. Uh, best you. to you, your family. Good luck out here. Thank you. I saw you with 500 to 1 long shot. Am I? I yeah, you feel, like, you feel like the odds should be better. You no, know? I like that. Come on, I, they sleeping on you? I like being under I mean, they sleep on me and everything, you know. I'm still going to go should, out. Should we put a little something I'm, Yeah, I mean. Who's I, the favorite? Who's I'm, the favorite out here? The favorite must be the guy who won last year. I mean, if he's out here again, I'd pick him. But, uh, but I, I, I mean, I'm ready. You okay. Know? I'm, I'm okay. Excited. All right. <laughs> America's Century Champ. But first time, first time participant might be a, a, a first time winner as well. You never well, know. So. Hey, appreciate you, man. Hey, Looking good forward to, see you. to you. Yep. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Derek. Yep. Derek Carl, ladies and gentlemen. Brother from another, be right back from the American Century Championship in Lake Tahoe. Bro, this breeze. Oh, my God. It's too. It's a breeze. Yo, man, we might have to just, like, post up out here for a while. We might. <laughs> Two days ain't enough. I don't swim, but I go in that water. I'll dip my feet in there a little bit. Your wife's listening, Mike. <laughs> Your wife's listening. I got a pool and don't swim in. <laughs> 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. time you've done a road show man i can't i it's probably been a couple of years you know what mike we used to do a show back at one of my uh, one of my other jobs i just want to keep pointing that out to you uh back to one of my other jobs man we used to do oh, you want to keep pointing that out that you've been employed no no that i'm you know i'm a hard working hardest working man in show business hardest sure. working man you say so uh I am. that's cc sabathia uh I it is it is cc sabathia look good me, ask me if you can holler at us tomorrow What's up, man? Good to see you, bro. Hey. All right. Ask me if you can holler at Samar. Because we we're running out of time, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to talk to him. Yeah. He's got a... Uh, that's, he's that's, got, that's what this is. That's what the American Century yeah, Championship is. He's got a new book out. Uh, it's uh, well-regarded, too. That's, that's what it. the American Century Championship is. Like, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. Finish your thought about all your jobs. But, but, no, no. One of my, work one, hard. One, I'm one, sorry. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty hard working, brother. For working hard? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, but one of those jobs, man, we used to do... Every week, we used to do a pregame show from a bar. Oh, yeah. So that's probably the last time, like, being in a bar every Sunday, you know, dealing with football. And it was always interesting. Before the game, kind of chill. After the game, win or lose, just raucous, mm -hmm. drunk. Yeah. So that's the last time. How about you? That's probably like two years ago. I mean, I stopped doing TV every day in March of 2018. A road show, probably sometime in seventeen. So it's been it's it's been it's been a grip. Um, Does it feel good? I'll tell you what feels good is this breeze. Yeah, this sun. I'm telling you, I will mountains say mountains over there. I mean, I've I, never done a live show like this ever. I've done similar type experience, but like not, not at a this, not at a golf like, tournament. Or, well, okay, not, not, but but at a, but outdoors at a relaxed environment, and I think that's that's part of why. I mean, I really enjoyed our conversations today. Like, I mean, whether it's, you know, Jerry Rice. Why two, you ain't mad up and telling me he wasn't the greatest player of all we had, time? We had two, Why you ain't mad up and just telling me that we'll you really didn't think he's that good? Why we'll you telling me he's overrated? Which Hold is really on. what you wanted to say. Hold on. He's overrated. Hold on. Uh, before I get there, <laughs> I want to say we had two wide receivers and a quarterback. It's not just any wide receiver. And a quarterback. Yeah. So it's a good, good situation. You know, Jerry uh, Rice. Balance. Sterling Sharp. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. All right. And now, I, I, I thought the, I thought the now, substance of all three conversations, I really enjoyed the substance of all three. And just for the record, I never said he was overrated. You, you we, didn't we didn't disagree. You you, what you call it? Insinuate? We didn't disagree on you insinuate. Jerry Rice. As a matter of fact, we didn't have the conversation on the air. We had the because conversation on the air. Because you were man enough to say it to his face. Oh, oh God, that's not about, <laughs> not about, to say it to not his about face. being man enough or woman enough to have the conversation. Okay. This is what it really is about. All right. Um, we didn't get there. Oh, okay. But your point Talked was. Talked 15 minutes and didn't your, get there. Your point was you think he's the greatest player in NFL history. I think I think regardless of position. Like, that's it. But no, but you didn't say that, too. Like, you keep I didn't say, I did you say didn't that to you. I said, regardless. I said regardless. You know what you that's, did? That's redundant. You greatest been, player in NFL history, regardless no, of position. But no, because you had a caveat. There was no caveat. You demand. You, you, 
completely diminished the position. Quarterback. Oh, God, quarterback. No, no, no. I said oh, people like you are saying that Tom Brady is the greatest player ever because he played quarterback. That, that's the not the only position. reason. It's only the First, most it's important. Impossible it's only the most important position on the football field. Okay, sure. So, Mike, here's the thing about the game of football, Mike. But you can also say about the game of football. But you can also. I don't know. I've seen people win without the greatest quarterbacks ever. I thought it was a team. Not game. very often. That was a team game. Not very More often. Than you think? Okay. Point I mean, there, being, there's some, there's some, point uh, being, there's some blips in there. Point being, that it is impossible to accurately and responsibly compare in football. But in you particular. tried to do it. No, I did not. You said he's the I'm greatest say, player ever. That's not why I said what I said. I'm saying that to say that Brady is the greatest player ever when Brady never had to do what Aaron Donald does or what Lawrence Taylor does or what Reggie Which White does what? or what Deion Sanders does. Which is what? Play a different position. They just have different jobs. Okay. So, so it is. It's it's unfair to begin with. Are but we if we're going Brady to do, it, but what? if we're going to do it, I think it's Jerry Rice because he is far and away, in my opinion, better than any of his competitors. I think you can make an argument at other positions. There is no argument. I don't think I can make an argument. I don't think I can make an argument at other positions. Let me tell you why. All right, fine. This is why. Hurry uh, up because we got something else to say before we go. Okay. Three minutes left. All right. Listen, Tom Brady, if I go Tom Brady, if I give you Brady age 24 to age 33. Yeah, he's had two Hall of Fame careers. I'll take, I'll give you that. I'll take 34 and beyond, and I'm in, an, I'm in, I'm in a pretty good position. He's the most yeah. accomplished player in the Not only the most accomplished player. Is he the best to ever do his job? The, I can't say the, that. The only guy who has been elite this long in NFL history. Nobody else. Nobody. Not Jerry Rice. Not Jim Brown. Not Walter Payton. Uh, not Lawrence Taylor. Nobody has been this elite for this long. Not Peyton Manning. Maybe it's the nature of the position. It, Maybe that has something to do with go, it. There you go. You're anti-quarterback. I'm, I'm not anti-quarterback. I'm just pro-logic. Okay. Anyway. So look, speaking of quarterbacks. Pro-logic. I think we're off to a good start. We got tomorrow. Okay, uh, we're gonna try to. We're gonna try to. I think we a tough act to follow. If I may say so myself, yes. I think we got some good stuff out of Jerry Rice, like Sterling Curry, Sharp. I'm putting out the Steph Curry, Carr. Patrick Mahomes. Thank you, Carr, Rice, and Sharp for spending the time with us. But we got Mahomes and Kelsey tomorrow. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be around. Hopefully, we can grab Steph Alex Curry. Smith, Tony Romo, Marcus Allen, the whole Curry family. Steph, Seth, and, and Dell. Doug Peterson, I think, is going to join us. Alfonso Ribeiro's here, old friend of mine, Golden Tate, Andrew Whitworth, Sean McDermott, coach of the Bills, for those that don't know. Is that right? Uh, Kyle Lowry. He coaches the Bills? Because it's Kyle Lowry. He may join us tomorrow. Adam Thielen, Patrick Peterson, Mike Vrabel, Matt Nagy, Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck. It's a who's who out here. And that's just the people we know. I mean, like we mentioned, Aaron Rodgers, he may be feeling good tomorrow. And he may say, you know what? Michael, I owe you for getting me in a, in a party back Get me in, in that day. party. Thank you. I appreciate so I'm going to give you the scoop. Forget this Holly guy. I'm going to give you the scoop, and I'm going to tell you what I'm doing come training camp. Maybe Aaron Rodgers blesses the show tomorrow. Who knows? The only way to find out is to tune in. How, long have, you, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been doing like this in the media game? How long have you been? 20 in? years. 20 years. 20 years. You've been involved in this game for 20 years? 20 years, baby. And you didn't even know that Sean McDermott <laughs> was the coach of the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> And you've been doing it for, I mean, you've been doing it for there's like that, two decades. That, that, that was low. That, proje- that, was a, that was a hell of a projection. That was low. That, they, real ones know. I said Real earlier. ones know the truth. Uh, okay, I'll tell you the truth. You I said never said that out loud. We saw a list. I said, who's Sean McDermott? You got your head so far off the Patriots' ass, you don't know who well, coaches the Bills. Hey, rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. 
They went to not one, not two. I'm not going to the three, casino. But four. I don't know about you. I'm going to the casino. You want to meet me at the blackjack table? Nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. See you tomorrow. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.